You're listening to Between Blue Worlds on Open Lines Radio. Follow Angie on Instagram at Between Blue Worlds. Follow Open Lines Radio on Instagram at Open Lines Radio. And be sure to check out Open Lines Radio online at www.openlinesradio.com. Now stay tuned for Between Blue Worlds. Enjoy! Hi guys. Welcome to Between Blue Worlds. I'm Angela Jelani. You hit me, I hit you on a low energy note for me. I just needed a second. I should have waited a second to press record. There's no going back now. That's okay. Have we all lived through it? Hey, get down, get down, get down, get down. No climbing on those. What are you trying to get, boo-boo? This is your first time listening to my show. It's just me and an ever-growing baby. It's become a toddler over the course of the show. That's kind of amazing. I think this is the 40-something recording podcast. And often, if not always, during this, the sound varies. There's background noise like crazy. I swear. I lose, I lose the train of thought or the story. Oh no, that dog chewed it. It's not a circle and it's not a square. What is. Oh yeah, that's the dog he did. He chewed it. That's silly. Yeah, well, you have a great smile. What would you like? That's it, little box. We broke one of those open. We had these eggs that are these really beautiful stone eggs, and uh, they're from Pottery Barn, I think. They were gifted to us, and they're gorgeous. I loved them. It said alabaster eggs on the label. I still love them. But what we learned is that if you crack them open, they're all white inside and not at all what they look on the outside look very, very different when they're cut at angles and then polished up so that they reflect light and contrast a certain way. Give humans what they, what they crave. Some beauty. That's all we fucking want here, you know? A little bit of beauty. Put your beauty up against me. Let me touch your body. That's all it is. But it's more complicated than that, isn't it? This podcast isn't really for kids unless you want to be honest with them. If you're going to shelter your children into thinking that the world is a safe place that caters to them. Um, I've seen a lot of rude awakenings in my lifetime. I now get to say a thing I never thought I'd get to say. Maybe I created it. I don't know. But here's what I get to say. I think my friend was murdered... Potentially by the Taliban. I've gotten multiple messages from people that think that, that knew him better than me. And they said that on social media, and now, I mean, if you know somebody with a halfway decent education or career in tech or IT, they can get in your phone. That's just the reality of it. 
I don't know. So they all know that I've seen that and they've heard that and think that. So saying it here, does that make a difference? I don't know. It's a little scary. There's background noise that I find a little more obtrusive than most here and extremely unnecessary. I was thinking it'd be really funny if somebody was staking out my house because I'd never fucking notice. <laughs> I, I was laying in bed and realizing that if somebody sat outside my house every day for like a week, no idea. Is that scary? Should I not admit that? I know everybody else would notice. It just ain't me. I don't give a fuck. I'll come cookie brownies or some shit. I don't know. Intimidation uh, is fun to a degree. When you know the person's a type of person or you can read people enough to know when they're just intimidating. Every once in a while you run into a truly violent human being who thinks life is cheap. That changes life completely for everybody. I said on the podcast that I recorded last uh, that being able to be love and light only and ignore everything is a really just a first world problem. Uh, Because once you step off your continent, once you step outside your door, They've been waiting there, and you just didn't notice. (laughs) You cooked them brownies. (laughs) You don't cook brownies, you bake them. Maybe you do. In this house, we cook our brownies, damn it. I keep saying, in this house, we... I don't know what stuck with me about that. I loved that phrase. In this house, this is my domain. I make the decisions about what we do and who we preach. I don't know. Once I learned there's a ton of prophets named Jesus that were all crucified and how long after that the Bible was put together and then where Judaism came from, it was a quick road out of Christianity for me. But a lot of people <coughs> will only read things that are Christian and uh, or uh, within the red pill community. I posted in my story uh, the definition of red pill. So, Red Pill Revolution, this is going to come out big in this, uh, oh my gosh, I just left a wastebasket at toddler height. I just realized I'm about to have to pick up garbage all over the floor. Is that an analogy for what I'm about to tell you? Am I I putting my trash where a bunch of toddlers are going to grab it? Probably. So, let's put it somewhere where you can't. Let's say, over the course of the next few weeks... It's not going to be about disasters or anything. It's going to be about defining words because everybody's kids live here. See, the trick with Earth is that you can only destroy it so much as long as you're interested in breeding. If they can get you disinterested or unable to breed, then they can do anything. You'll do anything. It doesn't matter to you. There's a time limit on your stay here and... You've got no real interest afterwards, so it's all all a game. All right, checkmate. You're checked off. I don't believe you. <laughs> I think you're either drugged in or brainwashed into it. I think biologically, everything wants to multiply, unless trauma has happened or poisoning um, or influence that makes it easier just to live in denial and opt out of that impulse 
or think that impulse is bad and wrong within you. Everyone has it, but my mine is just a lie. Maybe. Maybe you're genetically flawed and you shouldn't be having babies. I've met plenty of people that I think. You know what? <laughs> and I'm sure people have met me and thought, I can't believe she has kids. I've had people say to me, I can't believe you have a kid. I think sometimes me and my kid can't believe I have a kid. Yeah. I have two. The one you hear in the background is the second one. He's not the one that no one could believe. He's the one everyone saw coming. The one no one could believe is almost a teen. He's quite thrilled to be teening. His whole astrological chart is all independence and travel, and I can't wait to see what he bees. Oh, dog's about to come in the dog door right next Hello. to me. Which one is it? We have three. There's Zeus. Hi, honey. That's our our male blue nose. He's blonde, and he's beautiful, and he's, what, 80, 90 pounds now? He got this rush of testosterone when the new girl moved in. Here she is, and her name's Holly, and she's pretty, and she's got a white Face. And she's beautiful. She is. And I called her Hi Mocha. Mocha's sitting at the couch watching me. Mocha and I are now the mommies in this matriarchal society. I have to be top human, but she's definitely top doggy. There's been one decent scrap between the three since moving in this week. And what was it over, Holly? Did you nip at Mocha? Yeah. She nipped at Mocha and made Mocha run away. And Zeus stopped her. And I honestly believe if we hadn't been there, they'd still be fine. Nobody got seriously injured or anything. Um, she has a paper cut size. I'll take a picture and post it. It's actually kind of interesting to share. I think we should talk about these things. People and animals fight. Doesn't mean you should euthanize them. Or whatever. I mean, there's a fucking reason. I... Could you imagine? Oh my god. It's gonna be crazy to have to answer to animal atrocities. As these things get revealed. So insensitive we've been to these beings and just discarded them for no reason. She was a, a parking lot puppy. My second one ever. If you listen to my podcast regularly, I say almost every... Flippin' time. I'm pretty sure pit bulls are just overgrown chihuahuas or chihuahuas are miniature pit bulls. I'm not sure. But I've had both and they're very much the same. Just, they have this sensitivity that's just very princessy, no matter their gender or anything. They just, they don't super like the cold. They're very sensitive. Um, one of the things I... That I have a heart for, I that I am passionate about. I don't know, like a good way to say it, but uh, shelter shock exists. Pipples are very prone to it, and they go. And all sorts of bully breeds are really. Um, when they're not with their people, they're really bond with their people. These dogs. So if I say the baby's there, I don't train my dogs with training words. I train my dogs with immersion in our family. So if they're playing and I say, oh, here comes the baby, they just all stop. Like, they just all kind of open their eyes when I did that. Oh, he's 11-11 when I just looked down at the recording, too. And they don't play near him anyways. Um, but if he's walking into the room, they'll stop when I say that, or they'll notice and stop. 
Um, <laughs> Mocha's gained weight, and she's so she's the only one that's knocked over the baby, but it was total accidental, and it just kind of rocks him onto his butt. Um, and he knows if he hears them coming, he'll like, he either goes to me if there's a clear path, or he'll run away. Um, I think it's really important to teach your kids run away when there's an emergency. I Does that sound paranoid or crazy? I grew up uh, with the idea that it was really crazy to be a prepper. Like I was, I, I, uh, as my logic matured, it started to just make more and more sense though to be prepared for things. And there's the bully kind of mocking middle school, high school thing in my brain. Are you playing with a feather that's adorable? He's tossing, oh no, it's a little flower. This little uh, fabric flower, he tosses it in the air and then it falls really slow. And he, then he picks it up and does it again. It's really cute. <laughs> from a, a lay, probably a dollar store lay. They came here all the way from Indonesia to you. I have lots of thoughts on that, too. Huh? So we train by immersion. I know I was talking about other things. I'm going to circle back. If you've listened to this before, usually I end up closing out most of the subjects, if not on the same podcast on the next one. But I do everything by unedited free thought and just kind of free flow. Flow talking, free writing is kind of a thing I adore. I don't know. I just love throwing it up there in the way that it works. Um, when you start doing free writing, it's like when you start doodling a lot. And you just kind of get, like, designs that you do, and you you find a rhythm, quite honestly. Um, It's just like mediumship or any psychic readings. Um, Everything's frequency. It's just how how everything that already exists here is moved makes a difference. It's all here already, or it's coming in from space, because there are comets and stuff, even if you don't believe in UFOs. I don't know how dimensional they are. That's the only thing I'm kind of up in the air about. Is I know that there's lots of evidence about visitations and government work with visitations and all sorts of stuff. Um, but I don't know how... Uh, I mean, the hidden stuff of this... The, the physical stuff coming out is going to be interesting. They decided to do that over. Oh my gosh, my baby's putting a sandal on Kermit. That was adorable. That was so cute. Did Kermit have a sandal? Don't rush Area 51. It doesn't matter. You don't have a machine at your house to keep those things alive anyways. If you free a bunch of things that can't breathe here, you're just kind of a dick. It's like when people let domestic animals go in the wild one of the working theories maybe it'll be a science fiction it's all disclosure really it's just channeled disclosure right right don't you agree with me silent person on the other end I found my rhythm it's abrasive (laughs) and sarcastic my elder son the other day goes oh you don't know sarcasm oh I do my mom does it all the time and I thought I kind of judged myself really harshly for that when I heard him say it. I was like, ouch. Is that a good thing? I had to sit with it. And then I thought, you know what? It's just a fucking thing. Does that sound crazy? But I just don't know any perfect parents ever. 
Um, I, I just kind of see a mixed bag of interactions and things lead different people to different places. And one thing I have seen is that the effort and pressure to be a certain kind of good way, like not just what feels natural to you, and that can change, of course, you know. I know, like, our biology, when it changes, it definitely changes how we interact personally. Does that sound idiotic to say and obvious? If you're sad, that's your biology. You're supposed to be sad. Your sadness isn't an illness, necessarily. It can be in conjunction with a disease usually is. It's hard to feel happy about being, you know, whatever. We have, oh, Zeus has a hurt toe. Doesn't slow him down when, it, when he needs to go, though. But then afterwards, he is just, it just kind of hurts. It's just one knuckle. It's not all the way broken. Ugh. It's just a pain. You heard it the first day Holly got here. You're so excited. We think probably hit it on a window while he's jumping around. Likes to jump in the windows. He was so crazy over the top. They both were, and Holly just stood there with her face against the glass staring at him. We probably could have been a little more slow in introducing them, but it went, I think, really perfectly for them. And the one scrap they had was just Zeus going to protect Mocha. And they've since figured out their hierarchy and they have their little teenager they take care of. Yeah, baby. What's up? You want to go outside? Let's go outside. Want to go outside for a little bit? We out here. We outside. Let's go outside, little baby. You want to go outside? Would you like to? Mocha's posted. Are you not moving, Mo? She's a big girl. Oh, that's right. I didn't introduce you all the way yet. We started talking about shelter shock. Yeah, Momo. She's our big girl. Mocha came from Mendocino County. From Ukiah. So Mocha was... There's pictures of her online. Her name was Mocha. They called her the Velvet Teddy Bear, and she was so cute. And our dogs, we had two dogs die right in a row, basically. And then we had had to postpone our wedding, and oh, man, just so low. My best friend had dumped me via email after ghosting on me for weeks, even while she came to visit. It was fucking terrible. I was so bummed. And then I saw a Facebook post that said that she had, was going into shelter shock, that she was withdrawing, not wanting to come out of her kennel. <laughs> what? You wanted me to go out with you? Let's go. When I was a kid, go out with you meant dating. Does that still mean dating? I just mean go outside in the yard. It's funny how expressions change, words change. I posted a thing that I'm sure looks so conservative. This is a screenshot from one of the news channels. I think it was Fox. I don't pay too much attention. I just look for interesting things. Things that seem true or funny. 
or both, ideally. Um, oh, there's a giant woodby. I haven't seen one in so long. What? 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 You want me to pick you up? You want to go outside? I just saw a giant woodby. You want to go see it? Let's go see it. Where'd it go? It would be here. If it would be anywhere. Where would it would? Hey, there's a cucumber coming up. Hey, the hose is still on. Oh, there's Holly. Hi, Holly. Hi, honey. Oh, there's a bouncy ball. See the bouncy ball? Huh. Bouncy ball. I forgot about it. Bouncy balls make me nervous. They're chokeables. But they're everywhere. How are... It's not anywhere near the leading cause of death by any means. So I guess you guys must be pretty responsible little babies. No guys. See the hose is still going. I can't, you can't go over the fence. So Mocha was withdrawing in Ukiah. So I, I was, I was pregnant with Bobbers, and we drove, drove, drove. I was very early pregnant, very, very early. I wasn't super sick yet. We drove, 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 and it was so, so hot. I had no AC. My big old freaking car, my Forerunner. 94 or something. <laughs> I don't even know right now. <laughs> I haven't seen it in like two years. Oh my gosh, there's a bee and a fly. Both stuck in a spider web. I don't know what's happening. Oh no. Mm. It's a spider eating a bee. I've never seen that before. You don't want to look at it. You want to... I can't put you over defense. But there is a spider eating a bee right here and it's tripping me out. Oh, it's killing the bee. Whoa, I've never seen that. Kalima! And the spider ate the honeybee. Didn't even ever think about them. You want to go in the sandbox? You want to go pull? You want the hose again? If it goes in the sandbox, it gets the hose again. <laughs> That's a Silence of the Lambs reference I just made to my toddler. It's okay. He doesn't know. He just thinks mommy's funny. There's doggos. Can I sit down now? Now can we sit down? I wish I could show you guys this. Zeus and Holly are laying butt to butt sunning. She's got her head down and he's got his little face up into the sun. His little face. He's a freaking big head. He's got one of those big pit bull heads. It's giant. He was a... Somebody on Craigslist posted they had to find a new home because... They were allergic to something their family was. And uh, they were just heartbroken. They'd really loved him. Still do. They follow my Instagram too, still. Which is cool. Hi, Holly Dog. Holly's still, her, it's her first week here, so she's still a little insecure. She keeps coming up and checking with me. Mocha's in the sun too. When I got to the shelter, I said, oh, I'd like to meet Mocha. And they just walked her out on a leash and handed her to me. I said, oh, you can take her for a walk. And I was like, oh, shit. All right. 
after she's friendly, there's dogs all over the place, a room full of cats that we're in. But they knew she'd be okay, and I, I suppose I looked responsible. Hmm. Treating people according to how they look. It's dangerous. But man. It's so hard to look like something you're not. Have you ever put on an outfit and just known it's not you? I know you have. Everybody does. Just know it's not you. I don't feel like me. Thinking of nuns and priests and Catholic schools and wearing something every day that doesn't feel like you. I never did that, but it appealed to me. <laughs> I really wanted uniforms in school. I wanted my mom to, uh, is this like torture fantasies, but like a kid version, pre-pubescent? I, everybody has them, right? I wanted uh, my parents to have like after school clothes and school clothes for me. And my mom was like, I'm not spending time on that. I'm working full time doing childcare for public school. So I'm not doing <laughs> separate clothing and all that stuff. So it just wasn't out. She said, just keep some clothes nice. You pick out which ones are which. <coughs> she supported the idea, but she wasn't going to take the time was in her gig and as a mom now and an older person I thank her for keeping that in the imaginary realm and not doing it because that keeps life fun you learn how to experience stuff through play instead of uh, got some eye boogies there's some germs going around which makes sense it's that time of year what do you mean it's that time of year? Well, people are mixing with people they don't know a lot right now. I don't mean like... I don't know. Any of the other things I could mean. I'm just thinking of how many new people we've been around between vacations and camps and, you know, all that stuff. I don't know. Why, why, why? I was thinking about... It seems that Mark and I, the, the producer of Open Lines Radio, um, if you want to hear my rambling that somewhat explains how we know each other, which could have just been said by doing, saying, we both started, we were both doing tarot around the same time on Instagram, and we had a group of friends that all just connected. <laughs> but instead, I did it my way. Oh, here comes more gardening. He's our gardener, too. He doesn't do our backyard at all. Just our mows our front lawn. See, that's why I wouldn't know. I'd have to hire somebody to tell me if somebody was stalking me. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. They do it through technology now. I know, and I'd never know. I don't know. I guess if you always think something's happening, it feels like it's never really happening. You can keep it in the realm of play. But then they go and kill your friends, and it gets a little real. Why do I think that happened? Oh, because uh, people that live there, um, if you didn't listen to the beginning of my podcast, I recently had a friend pass away and it seemed straightforward at first. We totally believed the story. Totally. Uh, not totally. We didn't totally. I never believed the fucking story. But that's just me. I wasn't going to believe it regardless at first because I have to find stuff out no matter what it was. Um, and then people that live there started calling for investigations and calling a murder. And then, uh, the autopsy came back and 
um, everything's clean, there was no drugs or anything, so there had been a story that he was on drugs and fell off the balcony, and that hasn't panned out through the autopsy, but they, it says on there that I noticed, it says that they only did a blood test, so maybe doing a tissue sample or a spinal tap, they would have found something, and I don't think all drugs show up in a blood test, but I don't know. I'm not a freaking coroner. And that's all I'm going to do. I'm not going to look into it. You know why? Because I'm not going to solve anything. And I'm not going to devote my life to why he died. And I don't uh, care that much. Enough to lose my own kind of path in life. I think there's lots of detours that offer themselves to us. And uh, I think that sometimes we get stuck (coughs) taking every road that presents itself. And I've watched people that didn't have mommies that said, no, it's okay to ignore that road and keep trucking. It'll disappear eventually. It really will go away. They'll forget you ever even knew that person. I remind my son that of, of that a lot. Um, when he has, like, a terrible teacher or something, next year, we'll for, we won't even remember their name. It, that's how little this matters. People are so resilient, and we're being made to think that we're really not, that we can't move on from pain we have to be meted up and psychotherapy and therapy is just a talking it's there's no proving anything that it fixes anything most people that do terrible things run therapy but uh, maybe they would have done something worse or sooner I don't know a lot of people that do th- terrible things are therapists there's no grouping that categorizes everybody, is there? Not all Tauruses or Libras or librarians. <laughs> Pit bulls. <laughs> yeah. She tends to scarf. She was very skinny. The new dog, Holly, she was very skinny. She still is. Way underweight and malnourished, and she had had puppies, most likely. And uh, she was ditched. And then the people tried to, that found her, tried to keep her, but their little tiny dogs were beating her up. And then um, I was uh, at a shelter looking at a dog that had shelter shock, and then also looking at a dog that uh, had, for my mother-in-law. And then um, these people in the parking lot were like, oh my gosh, they're not accepting strays. This is our second shelter we've been to, and told me their story, and meanwhile... The toddler and the puppy are just having a blast together. And I said, put her in the van, please. Then we brought her home and we um, were all standing outside and landed on the name Holly, which is Mark's wife, who is amazing and I adore her. Um, And so I messaged her. I already told this story on the last one. But not everybody listens to every podcast now, do they? You know how I know that? (laughs) Because the numbers are all very different on all of them. So it means they can't. Plus, I'm somebody that listens to podcasts, and I know I often listen to only the beginning, or just a part, or tune in late, or whatever. So I appreciate some TV shows that, like, make it possible to watch the episode and be caught up feeling without watching every episode and still feel involved, but without making it really obvious that that's what they're doing. I think there's an art form to that, I like it. I dig it. I like screenwriting. It's interesting. I like... It's like playing. I spent a lot of time playing house and pretending when I was younger. I figured a lot of things out before 
I ever came across them that way. It's decision making. If you, what if? What if this were happening? That's why video games are detrimental. It's not because of them. It's because that time that could be spent pretending you're in a situation and seeing what you would do and learning a lesson before you can truly hurt yourself is eaten up by something else, anything else. It could be school, sitting and learning arithmetic, which isn't a bad thing, but it needs to be done with older people, not younger. Start school at 30. Have play groups till then. Have clubs, have skill building. But sit-down school starts at 30. It's optional. It can be done at home. Book learning. Teach them to read real young. Have refresher courses. Offer it up. There's some people that will be interested in it from birth. But really get serious about studying around 30. It's kind of the Waldorf theory. The Germans... Man, as we start learning more and more about the stories of World War II, is the channels of communication are going to open up between us and our non-allies. They're not our enemies, are they? They're not opposing forces. We're all friends now, aren't we? We're all at the same party. We're all trading and agreeing. Except not. Except underneath, the tensions are boiling. And it's all coming down to what? The masses being able to have a voice. The internet offering people a place to show one another that they're all just people. I was blown away by this Vanity Fair article. I've had a few Vanity Fair articles that just blew my mind. And one of them was the building of Dubai, which was horrific and horrendous, and I don't support Dubai or Saudi Arabia or um, any Islamic state, period. Uh, any uh, religious state. Any brainwashing or limiting of education. Um, I believe, I believe in free knowledge. I don't think it's harmful to educate people. I think that's rather obvious. I think it's only harmful if you have uh, bad intentions. I think saying, uh, ooh, Disney is evil and perverted. I don't believe that at all. I think there are good and bad people in every agency and everywhere. And it's up to us whether those tools that are made and presented, uh, what way they go, what way they serve us. It's all just tools. We're moving the molecules. So with something like finding dick jokes in Disney movies ever occur to you that that's just funny a dick joke is just funny it's not good bad or evil kids don't see it it's really not any harm they're not being brainwashed into wanting dick everybody does for centuries way before disney movies <laughs> they're just gonna grow into it sexual maturity most of them if they're healthy anyways there's no amount of screening of movies and music you can do to get rid of that I was exposed to everything um that sounds crazy I wasn't exposed to everything sorry mommy that's not true she would cringe if I called her mommy 
I'm 36 years old. We don't do that. She's my mom. Um, she'll always be my mom. But, uh, no, I wasn't exposed to everything, but I wasn't lied to. If there was, like, a rap song on the radio, we talked about where rap came from and what happened to black people uh, throughout history and how rap is a type of music you can do without instruments. If you can't afford fancy things that are traded for currency, if you're not allowed very much of the currency, if you're not party to the trade agreements, <laughs> if you're still subhuman by law, well then, you start beatboxing, singing. Music can't be stopped. I just read Frederick Douglass's book, and he has a very interesting section on... Uh, I'm sorry, one of his books. His autobiography. Holly, you're trying to get Momo to play. So we named her Holly, and then we found out that Holly also means um, to, to prick. And she does this playing thing where she pokes with her nose. She There's no bumps or anything on the dogs, no open skin at all um, from her doing this. There's stuff from them chasing each other and all sorts of things. They're wild. But um, they... Uh, don't have it. She, it doesn't leave any marks, but she does this thing, and she will. If she opens her mouth, she does kind of nip, but it's just kind of funny. Ooh, something on the freeway. I heard that, Holly. We're safe right here. We're we're far enough away. The sound just travels. We live close enough to the freeway to hear if there's a large accident, and somebody just screeched all crazy and then went off. Do you think that uh, there's a correlation between like mucus buildup and stuff and having to cough and what you're starting to say? I think there is. There's like stuff that you've built up walls and biological barriers. I'm not going to talk about that. Your eyes will start watering. You'll start to cough. Holly's listening for that car again. There's just another little screech, but I think it was probably a different car. I don't know. It's down farther. I had to lift Mocha into my car when I first adopted her, and it was so hot. She just sweat and shed all the way home, and she just sat in the front seat. Holly was curled up on my mom's feet in the van all the way home. They just like put her in the van. We gave the woman a hug, told her my last name if they want to find me on Facebook. And we were off. She's been ours ever since. I said, there's definitely nobody looking for her. They said, oh no, definitely not. And they told me the story. They would tried to keep her and she was just getting beat up by their pugs. <laughs> Poor thing. Poor baby. And then Zeus was Craigslist, and my husband and Pete, um, who's the one that was most likely now, they're saying murdered, and quite possibly in conjunction with some sort of Taliban action, which is crazy. I have no idea. I don't understand. And I'm not just claiming ignorance. Um, it sounds like what it is is it's family rivals. Like what we call Taliban is actually a ton of different families that are warring 
and they used to be in native lands different places and now they're all shoved in the same city and it's so old genetically um it's just a very different environment i don't i don't think we can even talk about it fairly it's just a different from everything i was told about living there it's just completely different way of living um I hate saying we won't trade with you unless you do this stuff because it hurts the citizenship so much. But there has to be a gentle way of saying you can't marry nine-year-olds off. You know? And there's just child bride stuff that just can't happen. It's not good for their biology. Like, just rely on science. Don't even make it ideological or a value thing. Really. It's just they don't live as long. And it matters. They're not happy. But the people that are allowing it are allowing it because they believe in things like overpopulation happening. I don't I don't think overpopulation can happen. I think if we're living naturally, I think that you know, things sweep through that limit population anyways. We don't need to kill each other with anything. If you're reading the Jeffrey Epstein stuff that's coming out, you'll find that he funded major cryogenics labs and was a eugenics supporter. Oh, we just had a delivery at the door. I just saw somebody walk up and walk away. See, I would know if we were being stalked. <laughs> Look at that. The birds would know. The dogs would know. Cameras would know. They'd all know. But I'd be goddamn oblivious. Wave and take pictures back. Go sit in the car with them. So many strategies. I don't know, people interacting. It's all just people, right? Or it isn't. What if it's not people? Transhuman. That's one of the things that Jeffrey Epstein was uh, putting a lot of money in. According to the 2005 testimonies, uh, from the women he employed and abused, he has a cone-shaped penis that makes it impossible for him to have sex. And uh, when he tries, it makes him irate. He abuses them really badly and then pays them much more money. Keep quiet about that incident. Yeeks. Private life just out there, Jeffrey. What are you doing? And he did it a lot. There's thousands of women, and they all knew. We all knew. I've known about the Lolita Express for at least five, six years. Consciously, I'm sure I heard about it before that. The agents of sound. I'll wait. Sound warfare is real. It's the only kind there is, isn't it? It's all just manipulated sound. Light. Water. I wonder if there's a finite, such a finite amount of water that only Earth can have H2O. You know, only one planet has H2O at a time. And as H2O inhabits different planets, it moves along. Hmm? Hmm? What do you think about that theory? Does it work in with the dog shelter slash rehabilitation planet theory? Where our planet is where things get dropped off to genetically recover after they've been damaged or traumatized or abandoned or whatever.
You good girl. The Lolita Express. Oh, Jeffrey. What the next conversation that's gonna have to happen is why all the girls don't come forward. How come they don't all come forward? Cause some of them really fucking like doing it. Angie. It's true. It's true. Do you not know girls like that? I know girls like that. Every, every girl I know has considered being a girl like that. He never had sex with them. Just get on the plane, serve some drinks, maybe meet Clinton. Oh my gosh, could you imagine the people you got to meet? All the celebrities. As these people get busted, you're gonna notice a trend. They're all gonna have quotes of Trump being friends with them. But all the quotes will be before 2005, 2006. I bet. Put my money on it. There'll be a few after, very few. But as these guys get busted, you're going to realize why Trump wanted to be president. He'd been there. He saw it. And then his daughter got older. And as he was talking like them. And she started getting invited places. He educated the shit out of her. She is a very smart woman, that Ivanka Trump. Don't you doubt it. Do you know what she just did? She got women equal rights in an African country. Go ahead, look it up. Did you do that? While you're out there talking shit? But at what cost? Doesn't fucking matter for those women. What cost to who, where? That's what somebody said to me. What cost are you implying comes with those women getting equal rights? Did they maybe let them build hotels there? So fucking what? Let him have hotel deals. Keep pumping out the rights. I don't give a shit. You know why? Because they're getting hotel deals anyways. They're doing it really shady and by hurting everybody instead. They're going to get them anyways. If you're going to drink, at least do it at my house. Right? It's kind of like that. But until we figure out how to do without money, let's have the incentive be that if you give us really cool shit, we'll buy it. If you give us shit that's fair trade and organic, real fair trade, not this bullshit. How about we'll donate? What if government was by donation only? What if you went out and looked up Alan Smithy, who said that, that testified from the IRS that your income taxes are voluntary? You don't have to pay them. <laughs> Do you know how many people have gone down for that? lost their whole lives, their families, whole genetic lines gone down over crimes around not wanting to pay income taxes. They're not real, they're made up. They're voluntary. Even in our legal system. Play with that. See what happens. Alright. I'm gonna go lay down with the baby, get some sleep. No, I'm not. Probably gonna play heyday for a little while. That's how I keep in touch with my other son a little bit because we share custody and we both play heyday and so I stop by a little shop and he knows I'm alive without having to violate the male code of worrying about his mommy. Works out for us. 
There's channels and ways to manage these things that are fun. I think that's what I'm getting at. Maybe that's the purpose of all these things. Play with it. Keep adjusting. Don't settle for violence and bullshit. Make fun of people when they try to be angry and mean. Make the other people in the room laugh. Make it funny. Try to do it in a way that steers everybody into saying, well, that was funny. And hardly remembering that something bad almost happened that evening. It's worth a shot. It's better than running. There's nowhere else to go.